Hello, I'm Martin Park. You can call me coach. Welcome to the channel. Today, I'm going to talk about how and why you should change your thinking from a negative point of view to a positive point of view, and in doing so, radically changing the outcome or perception of whatever you are doing or considering doing. And in relation to learning how to master your mindset, there are two aspects to your mind that play an important role in controlling and shaping your actions and your thinking and your beliefs, the conscious and the subconscious. Your conscious mind is responsible for your awareness and deliberate decision making. When you actively think, plan, make choices, solve problems, or engage in activities that require focused attention and effort, it's your conscious mind at work. Conscious thinking is characterized by intentionality and awareness. It involves your ability to process information, set goals, and make conscious decisions based on your thoughts and beliefs. It's the part of your mind that you're actively aware of and can control. Virtues like honesty, kindness, empathy, courage, patience, discipline, and willpower are all part of the conscious aspect of thought. The subconscious mind operates below the level of conscious awareness. It includes automatic behaviors, learned habits, emotional responses, and information processing that occur without conscious effort. Every minute of every day, our subconscious mind silently manages a myriad of essential functions in our daily lives. It is the driving force behind our habits, enabling us to execute routine tasks efficiently and freeing up our conscious mind for more intricate endeavors. It plays a crucial role in emotional processing, helping us to adapt to and cope with various emotional experiences. It possesses a remarkable ability for pattern recognition, allowing us to detect trends and associations in the vast sea of information. It assists in memory consolidation, aiding the conversion of short-term memories into lasting impressions. It also oversees automatic responses to external stimuli, ensuring swift and appropriate reactions when needed. And many bodily functions and processes such as heartbeat, digestion and breathing are all controlled by the subconscious mind without conscious intervention. And during our sleep, the subconscious mind takes an active role in dream processing, problem solving and creative ideation. Working in tandem with our conscious mind, our subconscious plays an integral part in our daily existence, enhancing our adaptability, creativity and overall well-being. Incredible? Yes, it is. But there is a potential dark side and a downside to one of the abilities of the subconscious, and if you don't learn to control it, you may become a victim of it. Consider this. The subconscious mind is instrumental in automating routine tasks, behaviors, and thought patterns. This automation is highly beneficial in many aspects of life, as it frees up cognitive resources for more complex tasks and reduces the need for conscious effort in everyday activities. An example of this would be in learning a new skill, like riding a bicycle, which typically involves a progression from conscious thought and effort as you first start, to the point where through the practice and repetition of the skill, the skill becomes more automatic and controlled by the subconscious mind. This then frees your conscious thoughts to gaze around at all the beautiful scenery. However, when negative behaviors or thought patterns become automated at the subconscious level, they can trap you in a constant and repetitive cycle of negativity. And this applies to anything of a negative nature that you are knowingly or unknowingly repeating. And in my experience, particularly things such as negative self-talk and self-doubt,
limiting beliefs that are based on no factual or reality-based reasoning, and substance abuse and addictions and ingrained preconceptions and prejudices. And the list goes on. And this happens because these negative patterns, if consciously repeated often enough, will become deeply ingrained and then operate automatically, without the need for any conscious effort at all, leading to self-sabotage, self-doubt and other detrimental outcomes. And these now automated negative thought patterns and behaviours often create a self-reinforcing loop. For example, if someone believes they will fail at a task, this negative belief can lead to anxiety and procrastination, which in turn increases the likelihood of failure, which then reinforces the negative thought or behaviour, and this cycle will unfortunately persist unless consciously addressed. But if left unaddressed, then over time, these negative subconscious patterns will have a significant and enduring impact on your well-being, self-esteem and quality of life. So in summary, the subconscious mind's ability to automate behaviours and thought patterns is a double-edged sword. While it clearly benefits humans in many, many ways, it can also perpetuate negative states if those patterns are negative in nature. Now what does that all mean and what should you or can you do about it? Well, there are many things that you can do to help take back control of your existing negative behaviours and habits. And I've gone into detail as to some of the better ways to approach this in previous podcasts such as episode 18, How Long Does It Take to Change a Habit? Episode 26, How to Maximise Your Wellness and Performance? Episode 29, From Self-Doubt to Self-Empowerment? How to Conquer Negative Thinking? And episode 38, The Ten Commandments of Living a Healthy Life. So today I won't go into the details on the techniques and strategies that you can employ to assist you in rectifying and reversing the negative habits and behaviours that you have already created for yourself, as I suggest you listen back through those previous podcasts where I cover a wide range of topics. But what I want to do today is to try to help you get the right mindset moving forward so that you can avoid creating or reinforcing new and emerging negative thoughts and behaviours. If you can learn how to stop them from forming in the first place, then they will never get a chance to be automated into ongoing and repetitive negative behavior. And the first and most important step in being able to achieve that is in learning to recognize and address your own negative thoughts and subconscious patterns. And the way to do that is to become best friends with your inner narrator, the voice inside your head. You have to learn to pay close attention to what it is saying. Is it sprinkling your thoughts with doubt, criticism or worst case scenarios? Is it predicting a storm of negativity or a sunny outlook? Is it predicting great and wonderful things for you in your future or woe is me doom and gloom and the end is near? And in the beginning of attempting to listen to your internal narration, it may be tricky for you as these thoughts operate beneath the surface, slipping into your mind like a stealthy intruder, disguising themselves as something normal and rational and even worse, the truth, which they are not. These things are true. You need to breathe oxygen to survive. You need to eat food to survive. You need to drink water to survive. If you put your hand in a fire, you will burn it. If you cut yourself, you will bleed. Time moves forward, never backward. We age as time passes. Everyone has unique fingerprints. We all eventually die. And you will never fly, no matter how fast you flap your arms. Here are some examples of people's inner narrators telling them things that are not truths, only opinions, followed by my more positive reframing of the thought pattern. 1. Their inner narrator's voice. I'm basically stupid, as I had to leave school when I was 15 and I'm almost illiterate, so I will never be able to learn anything complex, and it's not my fault, it's my parents, and there's nothing I can do about it. 
My reframing of the thought pattern? Well, as Forrest Gump said, stupid is as stupid does. Your past doesn't define your potential. Learning is a lifelong journey and it's never too late to explore complex subjects and develop new skills. So stop being so negative and take control of your own path and surprise yourself at what you can achieve. Two, there in a narrator's voice. I'm about to have my first child, so my life is going to change and become more work and less fun and less freedom, but what can you do? That's life. My reframing of the thought pattern. Welcoming a child is a beautiful journey filled with love and growth. While it comes with responsibilities, it also brings immense joy, new experiences, and the opportunity to create precious memories. I've seen many people's lives improve after they had their first child, so stop thinking like that and look at this as an adventure and an opportunity to refine your life to better meet what you truly want to achieve. Three, there in a narrator's voice. I'm fat. My mum and dad are fat, my two brothers and my sister are fat, so I am genetically destined to remain fat. My reframing of the thought pattern. Sure, genetics play a role, but they don't determine your destiny. If you break free from what you and your family have been doing all their lives and decide to make healthy, low-calorie and highly nutrient-dense food choices, plus you include a shitload of exercise, you will lose weight, simple as that. So stop being a defeatist. You have the power to make positive changes and lead a healthy life regardless of your family history. 4. They're in a narrator's voice. I've had four relationships and they all ended the same, disastrous. So love and romance are clearly just not for me. I'm probably better off being alone for the rest of my life. My reframing of the thought pattern. Great. Take some time to be alone, but don't give up on what is a beautiful aspect of life just because it's difficult. My recommendations? Spend all the time you need to find out who you are and what makes you tick. Then, when you are ready to next enter a loving relationship, you'll be better equipped to navigate all of its complexities. So there are four examples of someone's negative approach to a situation followed by my more positive approach. And which one of those viewpoints is the truth? Theirs or mine? The answer to that is neither of them. Neither of them are a universal truth like our list of indisputable universal truths. They are all just a point of view, but one of them, mine, is positive and the other, theirs, is negative. And whichever one you choose to believe, positive or negative, thanks to your subconscious's incredible ability to automate your behaviours, thoughts, habits and emotional responses, you will unknowingly become locked into that way of thinking and believing and behaving. So, with that in mind, why would you ever of your own free will consciously choose to think negatively about anything to do with you and your life and your future and what you are capable of doing and what might be the outcomes of anything when you can choose the opposite? Think about that. This is your life and you can make the conscious choice to believe whatever you want. I am recommending that you choose to believe in the positive. I am recommending that with every decision and thought that you make, you always lean towards the positive possibilities and never towards the negative. As this simple action and behavior of approaching everything that you do or are thinking of doing with a positive and encouraging and limitlessly potential attitude will always put you in the best position to encourage your subconscious mind to support you on your journey. Negativity produces more negativity. Positivity produces more positivity. You just have to choose which path you want to take. It's as simple as that. If you have any questions, please leave them in the comments. I thank you for listening and look forward to spending some time with you again. Bye for now.